moment. moment. Of clarity. Of clarity. Of clarity. What's happening, everybody? It's your man, Stefan G. And you are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity. Right here on the Promised Life Network. Moment of Clarity and... I'm running solo dolo today, y'all. I know, nobody says solo dolo anymore, but I said solo dolo. So, call it, chalk it up to how old I am. I'm running solo dolo today. All by my lonesome even though I'm not too lonesome. And it's because the gang isn't with me today. They'll be back next week. But I wanted to do a special show today because I really feel like the Lord laid something on my heart. And I wanted to talk about independence. It being Independence Day, and I hope and pray that everybody had a fantastic Independence Day, a wonderful 4th of July. I hope you ate lots of food and set off fireworks and did the whole American thing on the 4th of July. And I hope you had a wonderful time, unless you woke, in which I hope that you trolled a bunch of people on Facebook and told them that they should be celebrating Juneteenth instead of the 4th of July. (laughs) And if you don't know what Juneteenth is, go look it up. But I wanted to talk about independence, this being Independence Day, this being the day that we declare, or as a country, America declared its independence from British rule, right? And I wanted to talk about that because so many of us have done the same thing in our Christianity. We have declared our independence as a Christian, right? And we have declared ourselves to be independent in our Christianity. And the reason I wanted to talk about that is because I don't believe that we as Christians are called to be independent. I come close to even saying, I don't believe that we we as Christians are called to ever be independent, but I'm not quite ready to make that big of a leap yet. So I'll just stick with, I don't believe we as Christians are called to be independent. And the reason I say that is because you think about how we are raised, right? We're raised with the idea that one day we will be independent. We will be, and a lot of us in our heads, we just think about, you know, independence is us taking care of ourselves, paying our own bills, so on and so forth. But we're raised with the idea that eventually we will go out on our own and we will be independent. We will not be in the need or the necessity of anyone else for our conduct or survival. We will be independent. And many of us, you know, when we turned 18 or when we turned 22 or whatever was the age that we were, when we finally felt we got it all together, when we finally felt we're ready to adult, even though later on, once we learned out how adulting really worked, we didn't want to do it anymore. Many of us still found pride in the fact that we were able to take care of ourselves. And the main reason I want to challenge that is because I don't know that we are ever truly supposed to be in that space. And that's, I don't believe that we're supposed to be in that space Physically, I don't believe we're supposed to be in that space. Mentally, I don't believe we're supposed to be in that space. Emotionally, and I don't necessarily believe we're supposed to be in that space spiritually. And the reason I say that is because 
when I think about what I thought independence was, and then I look at what the definition of independence actually is, and I know people say, well, that's not what I mean when I say I'm independent, but if you're using the word and you're saying I'm using this word, but I don't mean the definition, then you don't necessarily, you shouldn't use that word. And we'll talk about the word in a moment. But the definition of the word independent means not dependent on, such as not subject to control by others or self-governing, not requiring or relying on something else, not looking to others for one's opinions or for guidance in conduct. And that's Merriam-Webster's definition of independence. That means so self-governing means you are in complete control of your own self. You are not subject to control by others. That you don't require or rely on something else and that you don't look to anyone else or any place else for opinions or for guidance in your conduct. And I just don't believe we're supposed to be that person. And I believe too many of us as Christians are walking in that space of trying to be independent. We're trying to take care of ourselves. And I don't. I don't want to get it twisted. I'm not saying that you should not have a job to provide for your needs, right? But what I am saying is that we have to understand the duality of the idea of, of care for ourselves. And what I mean when I say the duality of that idea is that on one side, there is caring for yourself, like I just talked about, paying for your bills, you know what I'm saying, taking care of your car note or whatever it is that you have so that you can live in society. But then on the other side, there is caring for yourself as a Christian by relying on the opinion and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, by relying on the Holy Spirit, by allowing yourself to be governed by the Holy Spirit, by allowing yourself to be controlled by the Holy Spirit that rips you away from the idea of being independent. And that's the spot that I'm speaking of right now. And, and a lot of people will say, well, Stefan, you're one of the people that preach more than anything, that we have choice, that we're not, that the Holy Spirit doesn't force itself upon us, that we're not controlled by God. And that's true to an extent, because I also decided to look up the definition of the word control. And if you look up the definition of the word control, it's not in front of me right now, but the concept that I, or the idea of that definition is that you are able to be influenced by another person, that another person can influence your behavior or your thoughts, right? And if it's just about their ability to influence behavior or thoughts, they're not forcing you to do anything, but they can influence what you do, then I have to say, I, maybe we are supposed to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. And that's based on the definition of the word control only. I know the concept of control is different in many of our eyes. The concept of control is that somebody is forcing you to do something you don't want to do. But what control actually is, and shouts to my girl Abina for putting me down on the definition of control. But what control actually is, is the idea that somebody has the ability to influence you. And that walks hand in hand with our choices. Because inside our choices as Christians, we are allowing ourselves to be influenced. We are allowing ourselves to be controlled. We are making the choice to say, I give you Holy Spirit access to the steering wheel. You can influence where this car goes. You can influence how this car operates. 
you are giving Jesus the wheel. You always talk about Jesus take the wheel, but then you never actually let him take the wheel. And today I'm talking, I want to talk to you about actually letting Jesus take the wheel, actually shedding your independence. Because I don't necessarily believe that independence, independence is good for us as Christians. And there's a couple of reasons that I think that. So as I look at um, areas in the Bible, right? As I look at areas in the Bible and I try to find out where does the Bible say that we're not supposed to be independent? And it was very easy to find. Proverbs 3 and 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. We all know that scripture. Or if we don't know that scripture, now you know it. Proverbs 3 and 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. Right? And that's the English Standard Version. You know I don't like the English Standard Version, but it's the one in front of me right now, so it's the one I'm going to read. But what many people don't know when you, I don't want to say every time, many times when you see the word heart in the Bible, it's speaking of your soul. And what your soul is, is your soul is your mind, your emotions, and your will. And so if we're reading this scripture with those pieces put in, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your mind, all of your emotions, and all of your will, and do not lean to your own understanding. To me, that says, shed your independence. Allow the Lord to direct you in your mind, your emotions, and your actions, and do not rely on yourself. Do not govern yourself. Do not be in control of yourself. Now that doesn't mean for you to be out of control because out of control means that nobody is in control, that there's no thing governing you. And so by all means, I'm not saying that you should be out of control, but I am saying that we should be allowing the Lord to control us. We should be allowing the Holy spirit to control us. And what that means, and I don't want to, I really don't want to feed into the people that say, well, that's why I don't believe in Christianity anyway, because you're trying to control me. Remember, control is only allowing something to influence your behavior, allowing something to influence your thoughts. And it's you allowing it. And so because you allowing it, it's not forced upon you. It's not a negative. We think about control as a negative. But if I am allowing control, that is a positive for me. I have the freedom of choice to allow that control. And so I want, I want everyone listening today to really take some time to think about the idea of your own independence, of your own independence, of the idea that you are not subject to control by anything else, that you are completely self-governing. The idea that you are not affiliated with any larger controlling unit the idea that you are not requiring or relying on anything else. And you say, well, relying on anything else for what? For everything, for your uh, personal sustainability, for your bills to be paid, for all of those things. When you go to a job, right? When you get a job, you technically relinquish control over your ability to pay your bills. You think you're controlling your ability to pay your bills, but you're not. The person who is influencing the ability for you to pay your bills is the person that, that hired you. 
If they fire you, you no longer have the ability to pay your bills. And you can say, well, I, I took care of that by getting two jobs. Okay, so both of them fire you. Then you have no ability to pay your bills. Ultimately, the idea is that can we ever be independent? And if we are, is that a good thing? Is it really okay for us to be self-governing? Is it really okay for us to not rely on the Holy Spirit for whatever the fill in the blank might be? Is it really okay for us to be there? I don't think so. I really don't think so. And on today's show, I am encouraging everyone listening to begin the process of talking to Christ about where have I been independent? Where have I shut you out, God? Where have I decided that I'm going to govern this area of my life and you don't have any access? Where have I decided that it's all about me in this space? Where is the place that I have decided I am independent? I got this. I'm taking care of it. And not only that, I'm independent and I got it, but I'm proud of the fact that I'm not letting you in, God. I'm proud of the fact that I can take care of this on my own. I'm proud of the fact that I don't need you in this area. I want everybody today to think about that space. I guarantee you, if you think hard enough, if you talk to God long enough, if you search your heart deep enough, if you search your mind, your emotions and your will long enough, you will find a space where you have said, you know what? Here I am independent. And I don't want you to be independent any longer. I want you to be interdependent. I want you to be self-sufficient, but I don't want you to be independent. And when we come back from this break, I'm going to talk to you about interdependence and self-sufficiency. And I'm going to show you in the Bible where it tells you don't be independent. I'm going to show you in the Bible where it tells you do not govern yourself accordingly, as the church folks say. You know, they always say govern yourselves accordingly. No, do not govern yourself accordingly. Allow the Holy Spirit to govern you. Moment of clarity, we'll be back in a bit. an episode of Moment of Clarity? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, or tune in. Moment of Clarity is your man, Stefan G. And so I'm talking about, y'all know I got a little hype there at the end, but I'm talking about independence and I'm encouraging everybody. I'm, I'm calling on everybody listening to this. I'm asking everybody listening to this. I'm begging everybody listening to this. Shed your independence today. I know you just celebrated Independence Day. Shed your independence today. And there's a couple of reasons I'm asking you to do that. Number one, when you are operating in independence, even as a Christian, when you are operating in the space that I got this, I'm running it, I'm good, everything's fine, I'm in control of it, it falls and rely, everything rises and falls on my actions, my thoughts, my everything. When you, and, and, I don't want you to confuse what I'm talking about with independence, with pompousness or arrogance. I'm not saying you're being arrogant towards God and saying, God, I got it all together. I'm the greatest thing that ever happened, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you're operating in a space where you believe I've got this. I will take care of this myself. I will get over this pain and this hurt myself. I will read the self-help books. I will go to the counseling sessions and I will do all of this myself without ever consulting or talking to Christ about it at all. Those places where you have said, 
I will get the job myself. I'll find the job myself. I will earn the grades. I will read the books. I will get the good grades. I will earn the career. I will do it all myself without ever consulting with or asking the Holy Spirit or allowing the Holy Spirit to control you, allowing the Holy Spirit to influence your thoughts and behaviors in that space. So this is not arrogance that we're talking about. This is simply you not allowing the Holy Spirit to influence you in these areas. And in those areas, whatever that area might be for you, I want to encourage you today to shed your independence. I want to encourage you today to say, you know what, God, I don't know where I've been independent, but I don't want to be independent anymore. I want to depend on you. And so what does the Bible say about this? Like, Stefan, you said a whole lot of stuff, but tell me where in the Bible it says that I'm not supposed to be independent. Well, Proverbs 3 and 5 is the first one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. Do not lean to what you think in your mind. Doesn't mean you're not supposed to think, but it means that you're supposed to put your trust in the Lord with all your mind, emotions, and will. So we talked about that one. Another one that I found, which was very interesting to me, is Galatians 2 and 20. And in Galatians 2 and 20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, we're not going to talk about the second half of that scripture. We're just going to focus on, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so, in your salvation, you are declaring that you have been crucified with Christ. So you can't be independent because you're dead. You ain't here no more. You don't even live. You don't even exist. I don't even know why I'm talking to you. You don't exist. (laughs) But in all seriousness, you have been crucified with Christ. So it's not even you that lives anymore. It's Christ who lives in you. And if Christ is living in you and we all, many of us have adhered to the concept that Christ will live through us, then we know that we're not supposed to be independent. that we're not supposed to be independent. And so I don't believe the Bible wants us to be independent. I don't believe the Bible wants us to be independent at all in any area of our lives, in any area of our lives, in any area of our lives. I believe the Lord wants us to rely on the Holy Spirit at all times. And, and, and you ask me, well, how do I do that? One of the first things you have to do is you have to accept the belief that Jesus is the source of all things for you. Jesus is the source. He's the number one. He is the place where all things come from. First Corinthians eight and six says, yet for us, there is but one God, the father from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. And so in this space, we are not to be independent. We are not to be self-governing. We are not to be separate from the larger controlling unit. We are not to be in a space where we don't require or rely on the Holy Spirit. And we are most certainly to look for the opinion and the guidance of the Holy Spirit in our conduct. So if we're not supposed to be independent, Stefan, what are we supposed to be? 
Well, I believe that we're supposed to be interdependent and we're supposed to be self-sufficient. And what interdependent means, interdependent means dependent upon one another or mutually dependent. And basically what that means is we all touch each other as people. And so we, as a community, become dependent on one another or mutually dependent with each other. And so I am no island, but I am, I am a part of a community of people where my actions, my thoughts, my behaviors matter because I operate in that community. And my thoughts and my actions and my behaviors have the ability to influence. Remember, we talked about control is influence. So my thoughts, my behaviors, my actions have the ability to control the thoughts, the behaviors and the actions of other people within my community. And so, therefore, I must not only be aware of my thoughts, my behaviors, my actions, but I also must submit my thoughts, my behaviors, and my actions to the control or the influence of the Holy Spirit, understanding that my thoughts, my behaviors, my actions can influence the thoughts, behaviors, and actions of somebody else. I hope you got all of that. What I do can affect someone else, whether I believe it or not, whether I want it to or not, whether I want to accept it or not, what I do affects other people. As my friend would say, it's the butterfly effect. What I do affects other people, and therefore, by default, I'm already interdependent with everyone around me, with everyone in my community, with everyone in my city. What the, what the governor of this state does affects the people that work with him and affects the people that live in this state and affects how this county that I live in is going to interpret rules and regulations Everything that we do, and this is not just people in positions of authority over you, but everything that we do affects those around us, even if it's only because it affects us and how we operate when we are around those other people. And so by default, I'm interdependent with those around me. I am mutually dependent with those around me. And so if I'm automatically going to be mutually dependent on those around me, that the things that they do are going to have some form of effect on my life, then it's not right for me to be independent as a Christian. I do right by those people by allowing the Holy Spirit to influence my thoughts, my behaviors, and my actions. But then what about my bills, man? My bills still got to get paid, right? Well, that's where self-sufficiency comes from. Just because you are not independent doesn't mean you cannot be self-sufficient. And so the definition of self-sufficient is able to maintain oneself without outside aid, right? I don't like that definition. Throw that definition away. The actual second definition is having an extreme confidence in one's own ability or worth. And that's the place where it hangs. That's the place where it sits. Your self-sufficiency is having an extreme confidence in your own worth. There's a scripture that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, we can talk about the context of that particular scripture if we want to. That's for another day, another time. You want to know that? Join my church. Guess what? I ain't started no church yet. But if I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, 
then I have the ability to have an extreme confidence in my own ability because I can do all things through him and my worth because I understand that he died on the cross for my behalf. Where'd that scripture go? Crucified with Christ. That's what happened. Crucified with Christ. Christ died. He died because he loved me. He died because he wanted me to live. That in itself tells me my worth in this place. That in itself tells me how much I'm worth in the fact that somebody died for me. And I can be self-sufficient. I can have an extreme confidence in my ability to get things done because I can do all things through Christ. And my worth because I know he died for me. I can be there self-sufficient. Still relying on Christ and the Holy Spirit to influence my behaviors and my actions. They don't force my behaviors and my actions, but they do influence my behaviors and my actions and my thoughts. God love it. Let them influence my thoughts. And so I said all of that to say, I really, 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 really want you to shed your independence. On Independence Day, I want you to renounce your independence. I want you to talk to Christ about the three things that we've, the three categories that we've covered on today's show. And I know today's show had a lot of depth in it. Go back and listen to it again. And I'm not trying to call myself deep, but I'm just saying we talked about a lot of different stuff. Go back and listen to it again. Go back and listen to it a third time. Take some notes, look up the scriptures, um, define what the words in the scriptures mean, divide those scriptures so you understand what, they say, what they're saying. But I want you guys to really, really dig this. Shed your independence. Shed your independence today. Allow yourself to be governed by the Holy Spirit. Make the choice to be influenced by the Holy Spirit in your mind. Make the, th- the choice to be influenced by the Holy Spirit in your emotions and make the choice to be influenced by the Holy Spirit in your actions. That's your soul, which is your heart. Make the choice to be influenced by the Holy Spirit in your heart. And then once, or I want to say once you've made that choice, but also come to the understanding that we are interdependent on each other, especially as Christians, because when one of us does something crazy and it gets out in the light, it affects how we are viewed by every other person who's not a Christian. The reason meaning people won't come to Christ today, number one, because they want to keep sinning. But number two is because they see us as hypocrites and they don't, they use the hypocrisy as an excuse for continuing in their sin. And we don't want to contribute to that. Now, are you going to be perfect? No, you're not going to be perfect. Are you going to make mistakes and do things wrong and sin at times? Absolutely. But come out in the open and and confess it and talk about it and let it be seen and be transparent, transparent about it. So that we can continue in our interdependence on each other. Because I depend on your um, expression of faith in your life. And you depend on my expression of faith in my life. And God gets the victory. So shed your independence. Accept your interdependence, your mutual dependency with others. And then embrace your self-sufficiency. Come to a place 
where you have extreme confidence in your worth and your abilities. Because I'm trying to tell you, whatever it is that God placed on the inside of you to get done, you can do it. Not only can you do it, I speak over your life right now that you will do it. Not you will do it because the Lord forces you to do it. You will choose to do it and do it in excellence and you will be successful at it because he placed it on the inside of you. And because you have chosen to walk with him and because you have shed your independence and because you have decided to be mutually dependent with the people around you and you have decided to ask them for help and you have decided to give help where you can, where you will be successful. Now, we'll get into the woods another day on what success looks like and what the definition and blah, blah, blah. But I want you to embrace your self-sufficiency on today. Your ability to do and your worth in Christ is insurmountable. It's unsurpassed. It can't be counted. It is without paramount. And I want you to embrace it. You don't have to understand it to embrace it. I want you to embrace that today. I want you to shed this idea that you're going to heal on your own. I want you to shed this idea that you're going to succeed by yourself. I want you to shed this idea that you don't need other people in your life. I want you to shed this idea that you have to do it alone, that you have to prove to somebody that you have to become. No, you do not. You are not independent. You are not called to be independent. You have no place for independence. You are governed by the Holy Spirit spirit if you choose to be and for most people listening to this broadcast for most people listening to this radio show you have chosen to be governed by the holy spirit you have said out loud i give my life to jesus and if you haven't said it out loud i encourage you to do so i'm not going to try to make you do it right now though I want you to embrace the idea of shedding your independence. I want you to embrace the idea of the fact that we are interdependent on each other, whether you like it or not. What you do affects me, whether you want it to or not, whether you accept that responsibility and that accountability or not, it is still a truth and it still happens and you need to be aware of that. And embrace your self-sufficiency. Embrace an extreme confidence in your ability and your worth because you are a child of the king of the universe. I'm not trying to get churchy. You ain't king's kids. You are a child of the king of the universe. I guess that does make you king's kids. But you get what I'm saying. This is a place where you can grow. This is a place where you can mature. This is a place where you can heal. This is a place where you can develop. This is a place where you can help others come out and be healed and be happy and be healthy and be holy. And I am calling you today to shed your independence and embrace your self-sufficiency and find your worth in Christ and understand that you can do whatever it is he has called you to do. Y'all have made me preach up in here today and I ain't trying to be no preacher. I love you all. Trust and believe I love you all. I do this show because I love you all and because I like talking. <laughs> Moment of clarity, Stefan G. Listen, check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash radio. Catch us on Instagram at radio, and always on the website, the Stefan G. Go to iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a five-star rating. You know the rules. If you're not going to leave five stars, inbox me instead. Tell me how we can improve the show. 
Moment of Clarity, Stefan G. I love y'all. I'll catch y'all next week.